You've arrived at episode 176. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts, go to lots of summits, watch lots of YouTube clips and get messages and links from lots of friends about health information and you're just kind of at the point where you're like, my head is exploding with information and I have no idea what to do about it. Well, guess what? You're not alone. Health and diet and nutrition information overwhelm actually makes things much worse because although there's so much information out there, there's literally so much that it stops you dead in your tracks because you get analysis paralysis. So with this episode, I'm hoping to guide you towards a strategy that helps you reduce the overwhelm, figure out which which information to include right now in this current chapter of your health journey and which information to really and actively push out of your awareness right now so that you can actually go from consuming the information to taking action on it to actually getting results. Because why else are we all here if nobody's getting results but everybody's head's getting bigger with information? So if you want to reduce your information overwhelm, then this is the episode for you. Let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the show. You and me hanging out, me entering your ears and trying to... Guiding you towards the light. (laughs) In 2022, it's my mission to coach 300 people to get control of their emotional eating so they can lose weight and actually keep it off without counting calories or eating rabbit food or smashing cardio or doing any of those absolutely ridiculous, unsustainable things that uh, the last 50 to 70 years of diet culture has told you. Hold the key, (laughs) right? So it's my mission to help you through that. Now, what's going on in your world? How you doing? I hope you've been really well. I mean, it's a very strange time. We obviously went from, you know, two years of just absolute human mockery, <laughs> um, just chaos for two years because, well, we all, as we all discovered, we were being lied to by the media and our governments and Big Pharma and all of those people. Surprise, surprise. I mean, many of the podcast episodes are built on the fact that we've been lied to, right? That's why you listen to this show, right? <laughs> it's to find out which information is true and which is not. Um, and it's that fundamentally, that's what drives me actually is that, you know, I was super fired up in the hospital when I started learning that nobody talked to their patients about causation. Everyone just, it just fired me. It got me super angry, um, which is why I started the show. So, if you're new here, that's why. I used to work in a cancer hospital and I just started getting really angry that, um, you know, they say that Cancer is caused by diet, lifestyle, and tobacco, and uh, doctors are not really trained in diet or lifestyle. Um, and you could say the dietitians are, but um, they have to follow the government guidelines, and their role in a hospital setting is minimal, especially in a cancer setting. So anyway, the moral story is that we found out after the last two years that we're, we, you know, we were being bullshit for most of it. <laughs> so that, well, I guess that gives me, a, you know, a little little moment to say something here it's that so that you know we've got this war going on with ukraine and russia at the minute and i don't want to i'm not going to bang on about this for too long but what i am going to say is firstly whenever innocent lives are being lost it's a travesty it's absolutely tragic there's no doubt about that there's nothing great about war i mean 
if you want to get philosophical and esoteric, for every suffering or contraction, it's usually followed by growth and expansion and many great things have come out of war uh, because, you know, you go through such a deep, dark chapter of evil. The, the rebound effect to that has to be positivity and expression and growth and expansion. So, I mean, on a broader scale, of course, war is part of life. Humans disagree. People want power, money, control. That's, that's all a part of it. But this is my message to you, just briefly. We just spent two years learning that we're being lied to uh, by a bunch of monkeys, basically, that don't know what's going on, um, backed by big pharmaceutical companies, right? Um, pushing us in directions that we thought for a moment there were a good idea and were to help us and only to discover that it seems to be, and I, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems to be, uh, to me, the writing's on the wall, that it seems to be about control, money, uh, and moving to a credit-based system um, and all the things that come with that, right? And so, it took some people <clears throat> about a month to, to wake up. That I would say that's for me. It took me from about... Uh, all of March 2020 to really wake up to what was going on. Uh, in the beginning, I was on board. And then it took other people a year to wake up. It took other people 18 months to wake up. And it took other people to two years, like till to, to about now, to wake up to the truth of that the media was misleading them and their politicians basically don't know what they're doing. Um, and so what I would encourage you with the information that you learn about this war and whatever comes in the future, just in the same way you listen to this podcast to find out another side of the conversation, to find out if what you've been told is in fact true or possibly could be looked at from another perspective, remember that with this war. Remember that the media and the government are tools they're tools in war, they're tools in peace, they're tools in pandemics, and they're tools that are there to be used in order to guide an agenda and guide the public's focus in a particular direction. Now, I just want you to remember that. I'm not saying not to believe anything. I'm not saying who's right and who's wrong. I'm just saying remember the purpose of the news platforms are to guide the public's focus in a particular direction and I often refer to the mainstream news as a PR agency for the government. Now, if you think about it just a little bit, it's like, well, we're a tiny little country over here. So, of course, of course, our media and government want to orient our perspective in alignment with that of the US and our big major allies. Because if we were to disagree or go against them, we're screwed in any war situation Nobody's coming to save little old Australia. So it's just a thought. It's just, it's exactly the same thing I do here on the podcast when I sit here and talk about the fact that, hey, interesting that the vegetable oil companies also paid for the studies that say vegetable oils are great. <laughs> or interesting when you go to the chief scientific officer, and I've seen an interview with um, this particular person I'm thinking of. Um, and, and he's the chief scientific officer at a sugar company. And he claims that you can't, connect diabetes. There's no solid evidence uh, in the research to connect diabetes and sugar intake. All I'm saying is to take a big filthy grain of salt with the news and media that you hear about the war and everything you ever hear, right? One of the healthiest things you can do is turn the news off. Um, so, just just a friendly reminder. And, and I say this reminder not to guide you in a particular direction, but simply to reduce the amount of time that it takes you to figure out that you might be being misled or you might be being pointed in a particular direction, which might not be false. But remember, if they're saying, hey, look over there, 
always look the other way because <laughs> they're pointing you in that direction for some reason. Anyway, little, uh, you know, I'm just trying to use this platform for good, right? I'm just trying to put the good word out there, make us all well-rounded human beings so we can look at both sides of the argument. And in war, there's not two sides. There's like hundreds. <laughs> there's lots of perspectives, lots of money and hundreds of humans. Anything that's got hundreds, if not millions of humans involved is going to be vastly complex and have many simultaneous truths occurring at the same time. All right, now I've gotten off my pedestal. Today's episode. So today's episode, I try and pick these episode topics based on what I think people are interested in knowing and I judge that based on the questions my clients are asking me at the time and also what I'm getting in DMs and comments and um, conversations about people that inquire about my services and programs um, and friends and family as well. And so something that's been coming up a little bit lately is like overwhelm. Absolute overwhelm. It's like if you listen to this podcast, then it's highly likely you're you're similar to me, right? Is that you're a researcher. You're somebody that likes collecting information. You like pulling all the bits and pieces in and being like, all right, this is super interesting. Wow, the world's amazing. Biology's amazing. Human minds are amazing. There's so much stuff. And, and I would dare say, especially in nutrition research and psychology research, which is the two things that my uh, podcast and business and world revolve around, is that they're the two areas of science which are probably very, very, very naive and young in their development. Um, and keeping in mind, modern science has only been around for about 150 years, which is very young compared to the practices of traditional Chinese medicine uh, and Ayurveda and Aboriginal medicine. But in the context of, you know, Western medicine, you know, it, it itself is young, but also nutrition and psychology are also very young. And so it's it's interesting because although we sit on here all day talking about summits and podcasts and research and stuff like that, the truth is that you are an individual and that there's actually a strategy that we can use to reduce this overwhelm because you as an individual can't possibly absorb all of this this information that you listen to and do something with it all. Sure, an episode here, an episode there. Uh, You might listen to a couple of different podcasts and a few episodes from each kind of a line and you're like, all right, I'm starting to hear a coherent message between a few different voices. I listen to Maddie and I listen to Sean Stevenson and I listen to Danny Hamilton and I listen to Karen Martell and people like this, right? And and we're all kind of like, so oh, yeah, well, these guys are all saying the same thing. But if you if you did a scientific study on the amount of information that we consumed, and this includes me, the amount of information that we incl- we consume and then we compare it to the amount of action taken, and then we compare it to the amount of success achieved, you can almost guarantee that that, that is a very rapid drop to the bottom. It's like amount of information consumed, 100%. <laughs> no more capacity. And then we go to action taken, might be about, I honestly think 10% is probably being generous. This is obviously a guess. I'm totally guessing. And then success achieved from information maybe 1%. Um, And I say that because no matter how much information is out there, we have Google, like we have Google. And so you think all of this information would make people healthier, richer, sexier, more uh, healthier relationships. They would never stress because we all know how to do meditation and yoga now, right? Like every second person's a yoga teacher in the health world. (laughs) So, The point is that information clearly is not the transformational variable. And it also then goes to another layer of, okay, information's 
not making the change or it's not leading to a proportional amount of action and a proportional amount, amount of success. The other thing is when you're consuming this information that some of this information is microscopic. So the way I like to think about it, and I think of myself as a big rock guy, <laughs> and I don't mean like Dwayne Johnson, and I don't mean like music, but I mean in our health journey and in our life, there are big rocks that need to be moved. And then as we move along, the rocks get smaller and we get to the point where we're dealing with grains of sand. So along my um, share house journey, when I was at university, for a couple of years, I lived with one of the strength and conditioning coaches from the Geelong Cats. Now, for our international listeners, the Geelong Cats, especially at this particular time of my life and the, the, the life of Australia, um, the Geelong Cats were the most elite uh, Australian football league team in the country. Um, Followed very closely, if not beaten by my own team, Hawthorne. I know I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Essendon supporters and Carlton supporters. I'm a Hawthorne fan, but the, which was ironic that I was living, you know, through this chapter because any Australian knows that Hawthorne and Geelong were at it. They were at it for a decade. And I was much of that time I was spent living in Geelong, which is crazy. So that's for everybody that's not in Australia, that's Australian football, which is definitely not soccer. Um, and that, that's our national sport and it's the, our most highly paid sport. Um, so anyway, I used to live with the strength and conditioning coach of basically the most successful team at that particular time in Australia. Um, and he, you know, all the people that used to come around to her house were super fit and super successful that we had Olympians around, we had elite athletes around and, and it was just amazing. There was a gym in the garage. We like, it was a, it was just one of the most amazing portions of my life and, and a portion of my life that really influenced where I am right now with you here on this episode. So what I learned in that chapter that I want to share with you is that I'm a uni student at this point, but my housemates are a few years older than me. And so they're kind of past that. And I was living on the, you know, pasta, beer and rice diet, basically. <laughs> lots of pizza, lots of alcohol, lots of not sleeping very much because, you know, I'm very much a person that's social and driven by FOMO. So <laughs> I was just everywhere I could be, but where I should have been. Uh, and so, but the thing I realized was my housemates basically looked photoshopped. They were super healthy um, and what I, and the, the cupboard was full of supplements, like chockers full of different supplements and protein powders and this and that. Um, and, and I noticed that my housemates, this is where I started really learning about nutrition in the body, um, was that they were really extremely healthy. They weren't just lean, but they were quite ripped um, and they looked photoshopped, as I said. And I was talking to them one day and we were discussing the fact that the reality is that you could take all the supplements we had in the cupboard and not really make a move, not really make any progress. And that it's the same with the athletes that he worked with down at the club was that even our, our most elite athletes can just, they can't supplement them, their ways out of problems. Now, we're not talking about therapeutic responses for dietary issues because, you know, taking a turmeric supplement for inflammation is really quite effective. I know that because I did it recently and it worked amazingly. I avoided a cortisone eject injection um, and it, it fully went away. Not just I'm, I'm hopeful that my natural health therapy <laughs> ways worked, that it really did. So, but the point is that generally we can't supplement our way into weight loss or we can't supplement our way to proper deep sleep um, or, you know, into a healthy, fit, ripped body and that type of thing. And so, 
This is what I mean about big rocks and little rocks or big rocks and grains of sand is that in the world of diet and nutrition advice, some of these podcasts talk about an episode for an hour and, and I'm guilty of this too. We'll have an hour of a conversation or whether it's an interview and we're really going deep on a single grain of sand. And so you, the listener, go away with all of this information and your, your mind's blown and you're interested, like you're interested in the content and you're like, whoa, this is so fascinating. And yet, Really, in the context of your health journey, it's just a grain of sand. So when we, 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 so we've got all these grains of sand in our mind that have been blown out of proportion because we've got someone that's an expert on them. And this is not saying we shouldn't have experts on them. It's amazing that we've got experts on every grain of sand. The point is, though, that you as the listener, you want results, right? The reason that you're listening to this is so that you can take action and get a success, Now, back to the start where we said information is not the transformational variable. This is why no matter how many podcasts are out there, programs like mine will continue to exist because the transformational variable is accountability, support, and community, right? Because all the information is out there. Putting that information in a structure that makes sense with a community, support, and accountability, that is what produces the result. However, let's go back, uh, which is that... Right now, many people are in overwhelm and they've got no clarity despite being super educated. But despite being a researcher, despite absorbing all this knowledge, despite following people on Instagram and YouTube that are absolute phenomenal geniuses in their grain of sand, okay? The only people that should be get geeking out over grain of sand experts are either other health professionals or people that have an acute problem. And it's cool to geek out on all this stuff, but I'm, remember I'm speaking from the point of view that I'm speaking from right now is about your results, okay? You can geek out on whatever you like, but if you want to get health results, I think that we should stop geeking out on grains of sand and start going to the big rocks. I'm a big rock guy. <laughs> That's how I think about myself. I help people with the big rocks. Why? Because it's the biggest bang for your buck, right? We can go super deep on a grain of sand, charge you thousands of dollars uh, and you'll realize that your life hasn't really changed much. That tiny thing may have, but in many cases, people that are looking for grain of sand solutions, supplements, uh, detox protocols, um, juice cleansers, uh, to quickly go on a quick water fast or any type of um, small area that focuses minutely on something in a really extreme fashion, Unfortunately, it's not going to move the needle for very long because you haven't dealt with the big rocks. Now, the question is, what are the big rocks? Well, here are the six big rocks that I boil down what I do into. Number one, sleep. Number two, stress. Number three, diet and nutrition. Number four, movement. Number five, mindset, arguably the most important. Number six, relationships. These are the six big rocks and you've got to deal with them generally one at a time. It takes a while to move big rocks because they're heavy and the behaviors and uh, situation we're in in our life has usually been there in a long time and is a heavy burden to try and pick up and shift. However, we've got to reduce the overwhelm and get more clarity by introducing a system or introducing a structure or introducing focus into your world, uh, whether it be through a program or, you know, just accountability from a friend. You know, that's a risky setup, um, but, you know, going into something where you have skin in the game. Now, this is one of the interesting things too, is having skin in the game. 
you've got to have something to lose. You know, my friend uh, Von, you've heard me mention Von many times, Veronica Smith Whole Foods down in Tasmania, healthy prepackaged meals, go down there, get your hands on some. Hopefully she'll be Australia-wide at some point because her stuff needs to go global. Uh, but anyway, the point is that Von often refers to what I do as ruthless compassion because I'm very understanding of the human experience. Shit is tough. It's tough having kids. It's tough being, the, you know, it's tough being you. Like life is is full on, right? But we've got to be careful because if we're too understanding and too nurturing, that becomes a permission-based slippery slope to becoming a person you don't want to be. And then you'll realize you rewarded yourself into creating more problems, right? So we need this balance of ruthlessness and compassion, of structure and flexibility when we deal with these big rocks. So, The way that we've got to go about this uh, reducing this overwhelm is to start identifying, and you might even write a list, about which of the things in your world are a big rock that needs attention and which are the areas that you're interested in to do with your body and your nutrition and your kids' health that are, in fact, grains of sand. Literally write a big list because you will have a greater impact on your entire life experience if you nail one big rock versus potentially two or three grains of sand. And then if you go two or three big rocks, all of the other issues that you might have been experiencing might start to disappear, right? And this is not a claim. The point is that if you get the fundamental um, experience of being a human correct by being you know, sleeping seven and a half to nine hours a night by not being triggered by your environment because you know how to manage your stress. When you are triggered, knowing how to bring those stress levels down and release them from your body, knowing which food to eat in the morning so that you don't crave sugar all day, knowing which food uh, you need to put in your body at lunch so there's no 3 p.m. slump or a nana nap, knowing which food to put Uh, on the dinner table for you and the kids so that people aren't craving sugary snacks later on and you wake up not hungry, which is a shocking idea for many people that haven't been through programs like mine because we shouldn't be waking up hungry if we're getting the right nutrition in, right? Movement. You know, if you're not in a situation where you are moving on a regular basis to the point that you are shifting weight, putting your body and muscles and bones under weight in order for your muscles to grow and your bone density to increase, particularly for women that are getting older, mid-life to later-life women should absolutely, well, everybody should be, but particularly women because they're susceptible to uh, osteoporosis um, due to the loss of calcium from their bones. The way to reverse that is, one, eat a healthy diet, obviously, manage your stress, fix your sleep, but also to be putting those bones under force, under pressure, um, so that you can encourage the calcium back into the bones and not out into the blood. Your mindset, do you think about yourself in a healthy way? Do, do, you, do you manage emotional eating? Are you in the driver's seat of your food choices? If, you're in, if you fix your mindset around emotional eating, many of the other things I've just mentioned will fall into place because now you can start being in control of the choices you make. And if we talk about your relationships, movement, diet, stress, and sleep, if you can be in the driver's seat and be in control of the decisions you make, 
guess what? You can apply that to anything in your whole world. All of the things I just mentioned, you make decisions about. You might be in a situation at the minute where you feel just like life's taking you for a ride. So, this is why mindset's the most important one. And then, of course, relationships. Do you have healthy relationships? Do you have healthy boundaries with those relationships with your kids? Do you have a healthy relationship with your mother-in-law, your husband, your wife, your sister, your brother? Or do you need to have some challenging conversations? If you fix the big rocks or focus on a big rock and getting a big rock right, you will find that it's not just like getting sleep right doesn't just mean I wake up better. It improves your metabolism, uh, which is your diet and nutrition one, big rock, right? It improves the capacity for stress management, which is the stress rock. Um, If you get enough sleep, you reduce your injury risk, the movement one. Uh, If you have good sleep, you have a positive impact on your relationships because you have more tolerance and you have better access to the function of your brain to have clearer communication. See, see what I mean? If you deal with a big rock. So, in reducing the overwhelm, I want you to identify all of the things that are grains of sand, what the big rocks are, and just pick a single rock. Just pick a single rock. Diet, nutrition, if you want to start there, amazing. Sleep, if you want to start there, amazing. Stress, movement, mindset, relationships. These are not overnight things. Fortunately, these are all things that we do inside the program. So, if you want to come in my Ultimate Energy Upgrade program and more importantly, the the way that we can get across these big rocks over time is in my monthly membership, the Consistency Club. Um, So, the way that you get access to that is by doing the Ultimate Energy Upgrade program first. So, all the graduates... Um, graduate from the pro from that and then they go into the consistency club which is ongoing forever because these big rocks need work over time (laughs) so reducing this overwhelm get really clear on what is important what is not important what is important later what is important now and as well if you've got kids at home too what is important for them to see you working on um i know uh ben greenfield um who's a famous you know health professional and biohacker in this space he often talks about the fact that he when his kids are really young he always works out with them in sight and actually i went to a new gym uh just the other day and they had um like a little bit of a crash set up in the corner um, and they had a few kids in there and the, the kids could see the entire gym. This is really good conditioning for your kids, especially if they're under the age of seven, to be able to be around and see you focusing on these things. And I'm almost certain you're in a position where you don't want your kids to grow up with the emotional eating stuff, the gut problems, the weight problems, um, the self-worth issues. So picture this, right? Unlocking your potential, conquering emotional eating, and gaining insights directly from a health and nutrition expert such as myself. That's what we do inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group, which is currently free to join. If you've ever felt trapped by food challenges, struggled with maintaining a healthy lifestyle, or yearned for a community that understands the reasons why you've yo-yo dieted for years, then there's a new chapter waiting to be written. And this is your chance to start writing it by joining us all on Facebook Lives, on engaging posts that push you out of your comfort zone and into growth, and Q&A sessions with me. All of this works as a platform to begin changing your emotional eating problems for good. Oh, and also, as a special gift, you receive my transformative How to Turn Food into Self-Confidence ebook. And that's also for free. I get it. Skepticism might linger. You might think, Maddie, I've heard these ads and I'm not sure. Well, at least a quarter of the members inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group have been paying clients of my emotional eating program at some point over the last three or four years. 
So if you're not sure, you can post in the group and ask to find out if I'm the real deal or not. It's totally up to you. To join us in the free Healthy Mums Collective and to end your emotional eating and feel good in your own skin and begin that journey, pop down to the show notes below, click the link and breeze through three simple entry questions. Join today and let's embark on a journey of growth and empowerment. The link is in the show notes below. Uh, you don't want them to end up in relationships that aren't serving them. You want them to be better at putting boundaries down and protecting their energy and you want them to have better sleep. Like I'm sure of all of this. So it's important to think about too, what do I want my kids to witness me working on? Because I'm almost certain they, they really don't notice much going on when you take you know supplements for 15 seconds in the morning. Um, and it's the same with um, areas that focus on really small parts of the body or small systems. Again, very necessary, very necessary for the health world, the medical world, for you if you're in an acute situation of suffering. But the vast majority of people are going to benefit from focusing on the big rocks. So consciously, I want you to consciously, maybe you write it down, but I want you to consciously draw a line in the sand for all of the... It's funny we've been talking about grains of sand. But for all of the things that are adding to your overwhelm, that you can't do right now. And this kind of ties back to where we started with the news and the media. So the interesting thing about absorbing news and media is that a lot of the time they're telling you about information that you can't do anything about. They're often telling you scary things, fearful things, anxiety-producing things, and now your head is full of information about how terrifying the world is despite the fact that your day-to-day life hasn't actually changed. So what I want you to do is remember the same thing with this nutrition stuff is to remember you've got your head full, absolutely full of information about carbs and fats and and protein and this diet and that diet and doing Wim Hof and getting off the pill and hormone balance and you meant to sleep and meant to you know improve my relationships and I'm meant to be able to afford a psychologist every week and all these things and you just remember there's a famous quote. We suffer 1,000 times worse in our heads than we do in reality. So try and bring yourself back to reality by, by writing it down, having a conversation, put it on a whiteboard and get all of the things that have been added into your head from summits and podcasts and all of this type of thing and be like, whoa, all of this stuff is adding to my overwhelm. But the truth is I can't do anything about it, right? It's the same with the news. Turn it off because 99% of what they're delivering your brain to control you through fear and anxiety and, and, and danger and that type of thing is something you can't change. It's the same as the food belief that many of our parents gave us, which is overeat to save starving children. And that usually shows up with eat everything on your plate. There's kids in Africa who can't, can't eat. What? Think about that for a second. I have to overeat or put excess calories into my body because of a starving child in Africa who not, will not benefit from the, the excess calories that I'm not eating that you will actually just go and put in the bin, mum. <laughs> it's a really confusing, misguided and entirely incorrect statement. You, you cannot solve those problems. Same with the news, same with um, all of this overwhelm, overwhelming health advice and information. So identify where you're at on your health journey. Figure out what is the big rock that I need to pay attention to. Um, And remember, me, everybody else in the space, we've all got our own philosophies and we've all got our own, you know, ideas and, and experience with clients and some of us attract different types of people. So, the point is, pick a rock, focus on that rock 
and then move to the next rock. And you'll find yourself trying to trying to get de- back down into the grains of sand. Um, and maybe in some instances for some people, it might need to be a rock and a grain of sand. Like for some people, it might need to be diet and nutrition is the big rock and um, gut health as the grain of sand, like stomach acidity or microbiome diversity so that those two things can work together. But don't go down that path until you know you need to. And I say that out of experience because many of the people that come through the Ultimate Energy Upgrade program, on the front end, the way that they communicate to me is that I really want weight loss. Um, I really want to lose weight. I want to stop my emotional eating. I know that emotional eating is leading to weight gain. And then once we've had a bit of a conversation, they get into the program, they start saying, oh, just focusing on this nutrition, diet and lifestyle and mindset piece, these two rocks, I'm starting to notice that my gut health is improving and my joints are no longer sore and I'm, I'm waking up full of energy. And so see how these grains of sand kind of start to sort themselves out. Now, very important to say, this is not a universal thing, okay? If you get all the big rocks right, you still might end up with cancer. <laughs> that's the shit thing about being a human is but you will dramatically reduce your likelihood of that happening and there's a saying that I like to say in my public speaking which is all of this information may never actually change the outcome and it won't for any of us right we're all due to die at some point but in today's day and age the goal really should be to spend less time dying dying should only happen over a a year or two. Actually, it really should happen over 24 hours. But we want to really minimize our suffering rather than being medicated from the age of 45 and thinking, shit, this medication is going to keep me alive long enough to really just hate being alive. <laughs> you know, I'm, an, I'm still going to live till I'm 80, rattling as I walk along because I've got so many pills in me, but all the problems are still here, which is one of the interesting things about medicine is that I think medicine's a great tool but it should just be a pit stop for many people and then we move on to fixing the cause of the disease or cause of the illness or cause of the behavior set that's leading to the the problem outcomes which is the part of the program that I keep referring to that is the emotional eating and mindset stuff right so it's really important that we want to spend less time dying less time suffering you know you want to be able to skydive at 70 you know what I'm saying or you want to be able to run a marathon at 75 um You want to be fit, healthy, and able, and that's totally possible, um, which is another reason to focus on a big rock. And remember, a big rock takes a chunk of time. But if you go on yet another fad diet, you'll be like, yes, willpower, 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 willpower for eight weeks. Then week nine, you're like, yes, oh, I'm going back to my old self. And we know where that ends. I know you listening have been on a bunch of diets and that you've tried this process many times. Gain weight, lose weight. Gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight. And back and forth, the cycle goes, right? So we want to commit to a big rock over time and transform the way that you see yourself showing up in the world, which sounds like, Maddie, that's a super esoteric thing to say. What I mean, and I had this conversation with a client on a one-on-one call today, is that it's not about focusing on the tools that you use to get there. And this is really important for our diet ideologues out there, is that the people that are really committed to a belief system around a diet... Well, unfortunately, that's really setting yourself up for failure because when you attach yourself and your identity to the tool that you use to get somewhere, you are limited by the tool. The truth is, human potential, your potential is limitless, but you are limiting it by identifying with the tool, whether it be intermittent fasting, low-carb, keto, carnivore, 
whatever it might be. Okay. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not talking about therapeutic diets because sometimes we need to attach ourselves temporarily to a therapeutic diet in order to solve a problem or maybe for those rare few of us that have chronic diseases, bad genetics that mean a particular diet is going to work. I'm talking for most of us and like even those people really, we don't want to attach ourselves to the belief system of the diet because human potential is limitless. So you need to think about how can you show up in the world and your world? How can you wake up every day? What are the thoughts that you want to think? What are the relationships you want to have? What's the sleep you want to have? What's the stress you want to manage? What do you want to do for your health and 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 the life that you want to create for yourself? And what are the rules that, that you want to live within? Because if you get to choose all of that, you can literally create the life you want. This isn't going to happen between now and next weekend, but it's a process. So, Think about how you want to show up in the world. Instead of, I want to be a person that succeeds on diets, how about shifting that to be, I want my identity to be someone that is a healthy person. And this is the idea of my mission statement, which is I want everybody to be somebody's healthy friend, right? I go anywhere, people know I'm the health guy. I'm healthy. I'm into healthy food. I know healthy stuff. So, It could be the same for you, right? And when you create that identity, it means that you are more likely to engage in behaviors that confirm that identity to be true. And that's irrelevant of the diet. That's irrelevant of the tool. That's irrelevant of the the exercise routine. It's just an identity that encompasses health or a desire for betterment or change. So, in reduce, getting back to the initial point of reducing diet, nutrition, information, health information, overwhelm, is that I want you to get clarity on the small rocks, on the big rocks. I want you to push all the small rocks out of your awareness for the time being and acknowledge, I am overwhelmed by this information because I have no control over it and I can't do anything about it. So in the same way that I hear the news and I can't do anything about the, the terrible things they're telling me, I'm going to switch it off. Here's the big rocks. Here's what I do have control of because it is literally based on the decisions that I make every single day. And I know that trying to do everything at once has failed me before. I tried to change everything at once and it lasted a couple of weeks and fell in a heap. So the big rock that I'm going to choose to work on is this one. And choose one and remember, as that other stuff starts to creep in, remind yourself to push it out and just say, hey... I see you there. I see you in my awareness. You're trying to remind me that gut health is really important um, and stool testing is really important uh, and getting a microbiome test is really important uh, and also supplementing lion's mane for my brain function is really important. But right now, I need to get the big rocks right because the big rocks have the biggest payoff and some of those other problems may actually be solved if we get the big rocks right. And do whatever you need to do for that big rock. Focus only on podcasts that talk about sleep. Focus only on to podcasts that talk about weight loss. Whatever the big rocks rock is. When I say weight loss, I mean diet and lifestyle. Um, because all this other information is just filling your head with information that you're not going to do anything about, right? And that I don't. That's not a criticism. It's the same for me. It's the same for me. I literally only listen to podcasts on the thing that I'm currently interested about because it just fills my head with noise. Useful, educational, informational noise, but the more choices I have in my mind, the less likely I am to take action. And it's that's just human mindset and behavioral psychology. So we have to make these changes. So I really want this episode to have given you some action tips to start reducing all of the information because we want to change the ratio between 
information consumed on podcast summits and YouTube and Instagram versus action taken versus results achieved. And if you notice that actually the information is really good, but I really do need support, accountability, structure, and you know a, a community around me, then guess what? That's totally okay. However, I'd encourage you to only go towards programs and services, and this includes mine, um, because I created it in this name of not being fad diet culture not being lose this in this amount of time, not being find your abs, not being superficial. So whichever program and service and community you go towards, ensure that they fit a value system that encourages identity change, mindset shifts, and a continual growth towards being a healthier person. And remember, in this case, less is more. I hope this makes sense. I hope you're receiving this in a good way and that you're starting to clear up some of the fog that you've got going around because there's lots of us out there just like me pumping your minds full of information. Less is more because you get committed, you get focused and you move your body and health and mind and relationships all in the right direction. Um, Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you and every one of our amazing listeners. We just recently hit uh, 140,000. So, that's pretty crazy if you ask me. (laughs) And here I am saying listen to less podcasts. (laughs) Idiot lands down. That's not very smart. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for being here. I hope this episode helped. I hope you are with me in creating a happy, healthy friends, family all across the globe. And in doing that, you if you want to be a part of that mission, then you can either join my programs, you can share this episode on social media, tag me, tag any of our guests, share it with a friend that you think needs it. Just, just help grow that healthy friends family. And we will, one person at a time, everybody will be somebody's healthy friend. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.